Hello and welcome back to another episode of More Than Beauty. Today's episode is gonna get really good. Look, if you're having a really hard time in your life and you're looking for that perfect balance, the perfect hustle, the work, the children, all the things, I'm bringing an expert, someone that I admire so much. I've watched her from afar for a long time and really been amazed that she handles all that she does. So today, I'm introducing you to my friend, Lindsay Olson. Hello, Lindsay. Hey, Daniel. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. And I am so excited to be here today with you this morning. It's going to be so good. I feel like the listeners are going to get so much value out of hanging out with you today. First of all, if you don't know, uh, you know, if you're listening and you don't know Lindsay, it's an honor to get to know her. When you're around her in her presence, she just has this like calming, like yet motivating. I can't even explain it, but it's so good. You just want more of it. So um, hopefully you'll feel that today. And we're going to be talking to you, Lindsay, about all the great things, um, how you balance, what that looks like, success for you. I mean, you've been a hairstylist now for how many years? For almost 20 years. Oh my God. It goes by real fast. I know I'm not the only one that knows that. It goes by real quick. It does. I celebrated 20 this past May and I'm like, Am I that old? I know. When you start saying like, oh, that was like, oh my God, like two decades ago. I'm like, oh my God. You know, when people talk about fashion, it's like if you were there the first time, you shouldn't do it the second time. Um, It was like, (laughs) I see the chunky highlights kind of coming back in. I'm like, and that's where we started with Kelly Clarkson. Well, even like I posted a video the other day about using a color bottle. And I feel like even my my generation used more color bottles for certain applications. And the feedback on seeing this video, I had realized that a lot of younger artists don't use color bottles the way I do. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm old. This is like just an old technique that was like not it was fresh for them. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> we just have more wisdom under our belts. That's all. We started a little bit sooner. We, In fact, we had a color class this past Sunday, and it was so incredible. But the uh, the artist, she was like, a, she's at that 20-year mark also, and she was talking about softening the color with like pure pigment prior to the application. And all of the, the 19 and 20-year-old stylists were like, what? And I was like, yeah, remember that video that I posted on Instagram where I was coloring with a mascara wand or a spoolie? Mm-hmm. That's not new. We did that right. like a hundred years ago. <laughs> oh yeah. I do zigzag parts for a lot of things. And I was in a workshop that I was teaching a hands-on class and I had discovered that not everybody had done zigzag parts. Like we did zigzag parts. And I was like, oh yeah. Okay. That one hurt a little. That hurt a little bit. Let me show you. <laughs> it's kind of funny how that goes down. So let's, let's just open up. I want to ask you off the bat because I am fascinated with you. You work at an amazing salon in Chicago um, you're an ambassador, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, for, for Redken. Mm-hmm. And you work with Sam Villa on his new team that is really taking over. Yes. You manage everything. <laughs> so I, um, you know what, it's been a huge learning this entire career of like what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, it's not easy. And I'm definitely not here to say I'm perfect by any means, but the last, you know, almost 20 years of juggling so much all I want to do is help other people maybe not go through some of the feelings that I did and get to a place where you realize that you can be healthy, calm, and super successful. Like you can do both of that. I love that. You know, so many people, as you and I both know, as educators, we go out and we see people that they're not where they need to be. They know in their in the very back of their mind, they know that they could achieve anything they want to. They just, for whatever reason, have it tapped into it, whether it be fear 
or mindset or surroundings, environment. Maybe they're not around people that challenge them. I know you and I both are crazy about hiring coaches and having people mm-hmm. really push us. I yeah. think that's a lot of it too. And I remember, you know, in the if you would have asked me 15 years ago about hiring a coach, I would have said, I can't, I can't do that. Like I'm not going to spend the money. And then when you realize once you do that, how much more money you actually make, because as Redkin saying is the more you learn, the more you earn, right? Yes, absolutely. And like, I couldn't agree more. Like it a hundred percent comes down to like the people you surround yourself with. Absolutely. Like, like even like, like, like knowing you and having catching any of your podcasts in your lives, like, you know, just the other day when you were talking to Bill Neal, like I, you know, was on there and like, all I need is like a few minutes of you and it can change my day. You're so awesome. I feel that way about you. And I'm sure many people do. <laughs> and they're definitely going to after today. You're going to be like the I hope face. so. I yeah. hope so. <laughs> so let me ask you, what is, in, in Lindsay's eyes, what does success look like? I think, you know, like as much as I love being successful when it comes to a dollar amount, we all do. Like as much as I love what I do and I love making money, what I do, you, it really isn't everything. And you have to find the balance of like, What's the dream day for you or dream week for you or month that makes you feel the most fulfilled? And I think I'm sure I'm not the only one the last two years, we've learned a lot about what that really looks like. And it forced you to really look at like what you need to feel fulfilled. And I went from traveling almost every few days to not, and then realizing like, okay, how, what's actually going to be like the best scenario. And I like a little bit of everything. And I want salon professionals to have a little bit of everything because I keep, I think it keeps them really fulfilled. Not that their salons aren't fulfilling, but we all can get into a place where we like get really like, you know, bored or burned out. So that's why, like, I love being ambassador for Redkin, for Sanvia, doing photo shoots and being in the salon. I think that's awesome. And I want to stop you right there because... I'm falling even more in love with you right now. I, if it's possible. It's so funny. So people have actually said to me, and likely to you as well, it's the old saying of, um, what is it? Jack of all trades, master of none. Right. And I actually saw something funny enough on TikTok or Instagram reels the other day that, that had a, a saying behind that. It was like, there was actually more to the saying and I can't recall what that was. But I feel like when you really put your heart and soul into it, there is more that we can do, and, and you and I know that, than just standing behind the chair or just doing photo shoots or just doing yes. extensions. There, there's a yep. whole world out there. Yeah. And like my like biggest thing that like I've realized like the last couple of years is how much I want to help stylists see mm-hmm. all that and know that they can do all that and to help them stay in the salon because I'm still in the salon and I love my salon team and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I think the challenge is some salon professionals get to bored or burned out and then they look for another team. And it's not that you need another team. You just need to maybe have another avenue that you work with another team on a shoot or you take a class or you collab with somebody, but you have an awesome team with you right now. So it's like just helping them discover like all, this is why I love the industry. It's like, there's so much that we can do. No limits. No, not at all. No limits. So speaking of that, I want to talk to you about professional networks. You know, everybody thinks that networking is solely Instagram, TikTok, even some of the Facebook users. Um, They think that that's what a network is. What does your network really look like? How did you, you know, what got you into working with Redken as an ambassador? What got you into working with Sam Villa as, how did that, how did that all come about? 
Um, so I started with Redken, like actually at the time I didn't realize you know, how early it was into my career, but I was only doing hair for like four years. And I remember being like, I was going to all these classes and I was like, I just want to like feel that energy all the time. Never, if you guys would have met me like 18, 19 years ago, I would have never told you, I would never thought that I would be doing the things I'm doing today. Like standing on stages, you know, making videos, like, you know, presenting to thousands of people, like never, like it completely changed the way I see the world. So like I got into that because I just wanted like more of that. And it was like the greatest thing ever because it led me to, it's not just Redken. It's like knowing you, like, you know, Lori, knowing all, all professionals that are in this business that really want to help each other. Exactly. It's not about the brand. And that's what I love about seeing the side. And I know like, you know, if you're not a brand ambassador, it doesn't mean that you don't still have that. I think the coolest thing about our industry is like how massive it is on an international level too. Yeah. And that that's for me, like why I partnered up with L'Oreal Professional, the way you have with Redken um, and with Salon Centric and, and you with Sam. Like it's it allows us to meet people in other networks. And oh, yeah. It's this wonderful, you know, we're all doing the same thing. And I know there are people probably listening right now that are not hairdressers and your industry is no different than what we're talking about. But that network is everything. In fact, I read something a while back in a book and I could not tell you which book it is because I read way too many, but it was, it was really talking about your net worth is not nearly as important as your network. Love it. And I was like, that is so true because without people knowing who you are, knowing what your brand is, knowing what your, your ultimate goal is, you know, and branding is everything. If people don't know what Lindsay stands for, then, then it's just a jumbled mess. And, um, I'll get into that maybe toward the close and to tell everybody what you're doing, what you just launched. I'm so happy about, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, you know, let me ask you this. Do you work better? This is, this is something I'm curious about. I think I know the answer. (laughs) There's two answers. I don't know. Do you work better on a team or do you work better alone? Well, okay. So there are two answers because I a hundred percent thrive with teammates. Like I am not, I am give me like, not that I can't be by myself. So there's the, here's the catch, but I thrive. Like if we're doing a project, I love seeing the photographer's idea, seeing my colleague's idea. Like I thrive on how your idea can turn into better and better and best. So like, I need, I need teammates. I need even like some of my guests that aren't in here, but they do podcasts. Like we, we collab, we talk about ideas of what works for them. Like everything from like studio space. Like I, just love hearing how everybody else is doing things and learning from them. But if it's a creative process, I have to do the creative process a little bit of it by myself first before, like I could never show up and be like, I'm going to figure this out on set. I would have had, I had to spend like hours on mannequins, figure something out and then bring it to life and then let it like blow up with the team. I love that. That's, that's brilliant. You know, <laughs> I feel like I did a podcast with my husband, funny enough, it was, introvert, extrovert, or ambivert. And mm. most people had never heard of what ambivert was. And I would, people would assume that I'm an extrovert and I am sometimes, but mm. there's a lot of times that I need to be alone yeah. so that I can recharge and get my thoughts. So when I'm working yes. in my office here, I need to be left completely alone with silence. Yes. So, um, awesome. Yeah. Like I have to go for a walk or a run and like clear my head. Like, it's funny, like running is like this, like magical thing for me. It's so weird. If I have like a huge presentation or I'm trying to figure something out. Like I have to like run. And then it's like the puzzle pieces, like all come together. It's like the wildest thing ever. Uh, I wish it happened. Like if I was just sitting, but it just doesn't work like that, but everybody's got like a different process. So yeah, it's a little bit 
of both. I think that's amazing. So another question, if you had all the money you needed for retirement, would you step away from behind all that you're doing? No, I might shift things even more than I'm doing right now. But like, I think about this all the time as I'm getting older, like what does like, what's like the next step? I really don't see myself like retiring. I see it shifting, but um, I kind of think of it like this, like even with artistry and like what, you know, having this like opportunity, like I, you have no idea how excited I am for today to share. Um, so I know that not everybody has it like in them to like share and some people, and it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like not everybody's supposed to be on stages and everybody's supposed to present. And I'm so, I feel so lucky that at some point something shifted where I want to help. And I'm still blown away. Like someone posted something the other day. I had like commented on someone's picture and they were so excited. They reposted the comment and they're like, my hair hero liked and commented my picture. I'm like, I can't believe like just that has the power to change someone's day. So all I want to keep doing is things like that, that can help anybody else. You know, and you're just great. (laughs) You know, I always say this, when you look at someone that genuinely walks through life happy, genuinely, and no matter where that is, they're always somebody that gives back to other people. They are, they're always somebody that thinks of putting other people on a higher level of importance. When you look at people that are sad or really in bad places, often those people have a tendency to always put themselves first. So I love that you really do walk through life as a servant leader. So that's really awesome. Yeah, I, I, I love it. I think it's like the most empowering thing. And I had no idea for a long time that like you can do that. And then so the, all I want to do is find as many angles and ways I could do that. Like if it's like sometimes it blows me away, but if it's the way I make my smoothie in the morning, that's going to help somebody feel better. <laughs> I want to share that because if it helps you, not that I think I'm perfect by any means, but if there's something I'm doing that helps me, there's a chance that it might help somebody else, even if it's one person that they watch me make my smoothie and it helps them. So like, it's all I want is like that on all the levels, which is what we're talking about with like how to balance it because we all know it's not easy. I know it's not easy. It's not, it's not. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, you and I, we kind of talked briefly, sorry. Mm -hmm. We were talking, I was actually put into the hospital two times over the past two weeks. And Mm -hmm. I don't go to hospitals for anything. I went when my son was born, (laughs) that's it. And uh, it was because I put myself on the back burner and I knew that I had blood pressure issues. I did not know that I had a kidney stone. That was kind of weird. Um, But I had two things happening at the same time. Both were caused because I've neglected myself. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I work inside the salon aggressively. I teach, I do Mm the same things as you, but I would not drink water all day long. Something as simple as drinking water, which has caused one problem. And then eating, you know, whatever we get to put into our mouths, Poor choices and look I look at you and you're this perfectly fit healthy picture of health not perfect you guys not perfect <laughs> Working at it always but you that's a choice that you made and yes. I realize you know having this this um, interview today that I I need to make better choices also and I am doing that now but I neglected myself because it was convenient and because it felt easy. And the sad thing a lot of times is we are more concerned as artists with getting that class perfect or getting that highlight, the perfect shade of blonde or getting that blow dry, making sure to have any flyaway, anything. We're more worried about that or squeezing in that guest 
I was Let's just going to say that. that. I was just going to say that. Stressing out, where am I going to put this other appointment? Well, I guess I'll just come in another four hours earlier and just not work out that day or whatever. It might exactly. Be. And, you know, I'm doing that tomorrow morning. I'm going in at 730 and I'm going to get off at eight o'clock. So it's going to be a really long day again. Now, in my mind, I'm like, well, she's a really wonderful guest. She needs this appointment reservation when she has it. But I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? And at the end of the day, is it worth the health sacrifice? So when we're saying yes to one thing, we're saying no to something else. So let me ask you, what is your greatest strength when it comes to work-life balance? Oh my gosh, that's a big question. Um, And it didn't get easy and I'm still working on it, but it is realizing exactly what you're just saying. Like you really have to outweigh like how urgent is that over you because Mm. you're not going to be good for like I have realized the last couple years like as much as I like want to take all the the bookings and I want to take all the flights to get there I actually wasn't my best then because I didn't have the rest and I didn't get the workout in and you guys it's not just it's not about like how you look physically it's how you feel and that's what matters the most so like it's realizing that if I didn't take the step back None of those other amazing opportunities that I want and to make everybody's highlights look amazing and to get them in actually suffered. So it's like realizing like as much as you want to do that, if you don't do the other things, take the rest, sit down and read the book, go for the walk. None of the other things are going to be great. It's true. You know, and I even posted a snippet of what was happening, not for any other reason than to just alert hairstylist to not do what I've done. Yeah. To do it. And, you know, there's there were so many comments, which if you're listening and I haven't responded, I'm sorry, because I typically do respond to every single comment. But this is you're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but the inbox messages, I had people sending me like entire stories mm-hmm. saying, hey, you know, they they didn't even get the cancer treatments that they needed because they were single moms. Yeah. Or literally telling me these stories, they, they needed to go to work to provide for their children. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is this is a real epidemic. This is something that is yes. truly going on in our industry. So if you're in the car or you're working out wherever you are listening to us right now, please listen to Lindsay and I mm-hmm. and understand that you can have it all, but you do have to prioritize yourself first. And that's not being selfish. No. And I think there's this like really big fear in our in our industry and in multiple industries of one saying no and two like also charging what you should be charging for your time and not squeezing things in and not charging for it, that it's actually going to ruin their business when, you know, it, it, it's kind of like that challenge. It's going to be scary. There's going to be change. There's going to be that, you know, maybe a little bit of like a period where it doesn't feel as comfortable, but it's going to be worth it to get that on the other side, because we just have to let go of the fear that you're not going to have a business. Your business is actually going to be healthier. You're going to be thriving. You're going to feel good. But there's so many, you know, even like a $5 increase on a touch up that, you know, their prices have been the same for 10 years. And they're so scared to do that to their guests where it's going to better your life. Everything else got expensive. So like you deserve it too. So just want to help as much as possible, eliminate the fear of like taking the day off or saying no to something and putting yourself first so that you can be the better stylist, the better artist, the better friend, all those things. Parent, everything. Exactly. So how do you, how do you say no? If, if I were to say to you, Hey, Lindsay, um, I, I reach out to you on Instagram and I'm like, Hey, I really need to get a reservation with you this week. And you're fully committed yes. in every avenue of your life. How would you respond to me? Yeah. So I would say, I would love to see you. Of course. Um, I have a cancellation list cause we all know things happen, but it just, it's not 
it doesn't work for the schedule. So what I could do is I would find an opportunity in the next couple of weeks that works for them, recommend somebody else for the first visit, because I know somebody, sometimes you want to get in, you want to get in. And I totally trust my entire team. So, and there's so many people in my team that are still trying to build. I would rather that guests get in to the salon and then maybe I see them in three months or four months. Yes, exactly. So get them into the salon with the team I trust, set them up. And then as they book that appointment, set them up for me in three or four months when it works. Keep an eye on the cancellation list because things happen. And that's also one of the biggest learnings in the last couple of years is like, we all know it's like you feel so overwhelmed sometimes, like trying to get people in. And then all of a sudden you get a cancellation. And this is by no means to, you know, um, disrespect any of my guests for canceling. This is not what I mean. But it's that reality of like, I'm so stressed out. And you know what? Life happens to everybody. It does, especially these so days. If I needed to take the day off or shorten my day, I should have done that instead of being so stressed out. Yeah, exactly. I remember when I took, it was two Saturdays ago, I took that Saturday off because I just physically could not work and mm -hmm. I needed to be home. And I felt so guilty. It was like I had... I had gone out on the highway and, and created a hit and run. Like I hit somebody's car and just drove away from the accident. That's how I felt. And I was like, why am I feeling these feelings? And in the industry of 20 years, I literally could count on one hand how many days I've actually had to miss. And one of those was including my father's funeral. So it's like, I'm there for those customers. And we have to understand like it's hair. Yes. You know, we all survived. If the pandemic didn't teach us anything, it was that our customers all lived Yes. Going eight, nine weeks without a retouch or without a, a fringe trim or whatever that looks like. So, well, exactly. And I remember like going through, especially when we were shut down, I never thought in a million years after not being able to do what I do for months that I would start saying no to things. Yes. If you would have told me when we got shut down that I would say no to everything from guests to contracts, I would have said, you're crazy because all I was dying to do was work. But there was a transition in that time period where I realized as much as I, and trust me, don't get me wrong. I also believe in, you do have to work really hard and you do have to put in the hours and you have to build yourself up, but it is about that balance. So you don't look back and realize all I did was work. Yeah. And I love my work, my community, my network. I love knowing people all around the world and having moments like this, like I wouldn't trade it for the world, but it also like, if there's a moment that you're like, I am just done. And all you can think about is like, when do I get to rest? Yeah. You need to adjust your schedule. You, you have to. Absolutely. You know, and it, it comes a time too, like in the beginning of your career, maybe you do need to get in there and do your thing. You know, looking back at my younger self as a, as a 22, 23 year old hairdresser, I'm glad that I worked the way that I did, but to mm -hmm. carry that on to 43 years old now, I don't need to, and we have prepared well and we've planned yes. well and we've invested well. I don't need to continue to work this way. Totally. Now it's habitual. It's mm -hmm. habitual. Now I have, I have pulled out from behind the chair, I work three days a week. Mm -hmm. um, but as I said earlier, I start tomorrow morning at 7.30 and oh, I finish eight o'clock. You're a machine. <laughs> and I book every 30 minutes. So I do work really hard inside the salon. Yes. Um, but I like to be there and, and hold myself accountable to everything that I need to do. Mm -hmm. So what does a typical day look like for you? Oh, okay. So the weeks are always so different. Like I, a typical day, I'm going to like try to, break it down to a day, but I'll also say it like a week. Like last week was like a dream week. I had a program with another artist on Monday. So I invested time into myself. I blocked my schedule out for months because I wanted to, Andrew Carruthers came to our salon. Oh, he's and so it's like moments like that. Again, like I had to say no to contracts because it's a Monday because I also know that I needed to be refueled. 
and I needed the education. And as much as I love to give, 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 you have to, that take a little bit too. Yes. Then I got to go to New York and I did a shoot for Redken. I do a lot of shoots for Redken, a lot of their content, um, everything from their new launches to their social media. So I got to go to New York, do a shoot there. And then I was in the salon. And uh, so that was like a dream week. The days, if I were to break down days, like one of the things that's super, super important is making sure like whatever it is for you, that you start your day with whatever works for you. If it's sitting and having a cup of coffee, if it's going for a walk, if it's going to the gym, if it's, you know, I used to, before COVID, I used to just have to like wake up and go, 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 go. Like yeah. the days are so busy. And then I started like going for walks, which I'm a big runner and I like doing all things fitness. I never thought in a million years that walking would be so good. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> the be you can get so into your own mind if you just let yourself do that. Yes. So starting the day off with a walk and like today was raining and I still went because it just like, I know I needed it. I know I'm going to feel better. So it's understanding like what makes me function the best for the day. And sometimes you have to get up a little bit earlier. Sometimes I'm not going to make it to the gym because I chose the walk and then it's a home workout, but it's finding like, you know, I think we get really stuck in the idea of like being at specific things that that's the only way it works where it's like, well, actually the walk and the home workout actually was better than me driving 40 minutes to the gym and rushing, rushing, rushing. We're so, you know, a lot of us in this industry and lots of jobs are so on the minute, on the minute you have to be here. And from this time to this time, you have to do this. So you have to find like how you can almost like break that a little bit so that you feel calmer. Yeah. Yeah, because we're we're in a time now where everything is so extra. I feel like everybody's stress is on like 10 all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think we do need to, I think this is probably going to be one of the most powerful podcast episodes that we've done <laughs> because it's just real. You know, we're talking yeah. about just slowing down and yes. you know, it doesn't mean if you're already slow, slowing down. <laughs> right. And it is, it's like we're saying, it's the balance. Like I totally agree with you. I wouldn't trade like how many hours I had put into the salon in the beginning, but it's the biggest thing that I want to help anybody right now is like learning that you do have to do all those hours, but like pay attention to what else you can do at the same time that helps you one realizing that it's going to be okay. Like mm -hmm. they're, they're going to get their highlights done. If you need to take, you know, a vacation, like what are you going to remember more squeezing in Susie for yes. her color or riding the buggies in the Dominican Republic? It's, <laughs> it's so funny the the listeners here. So I was on Instagram in Dominican uh, Republic and it was actually raining and they said it never rains there and it rained like an entire day and I'm on Instagram and I look and I see that you're in Dominican Republic I also I was like what totally. are you so crazy <laughs> very slim chances very yeah, slim really. chances that, that would happen <laughs> but I want to give you an example so when I first started out I did an apprenticeship so I did not go to beauty school I did an apprenticeship and I was so scared to take time off especially mm -hmm. during that time I was new and and who was I to ask for time off. And uh, I had an all expense trip offered to me to go to Australia for the Olympics, wow. all expense wow. paid. And I never even asked my mentor stylist for the time off because I was so fearful that I would lose the job. Oh and my God. Hindsight 2020, I'm like, I should have gone to Australia. That yeah. would have been amazing. Yes. But, um, you know, it's, it's being reasonable with all these things. So do you believe in boundaries? My last question. Oh yes. Like completely. I do believe in boundaries, although it's not easy. And, um, like I said, it's like, I almost think like to your point of like the story of like the trip, 
I, I remember, and this might be something that helps people is like, you almost like test the waters. Like if this is something challenging for you, like setting boundaries or altering your schedule, do it and like, see how it feels. You're going to go through a little bit of like a, a roller coaster. I think in the beginning, you're going to be nervous. You'll be anxious. You're going to feel guilty. And then you're going to realize it was okay. Yeah, exactly. It was okay. And I remember I did that like with a trip one time. I was so nervous to take this trip at this time in the salon. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have all these hours not at the salon. How is this going to work? I took the trip. I went on the trip and I came back and I was like, oh, guess what? I survived. The business is great. So it's almost like, you know, whatever is the challenge right now, and it might be something small, like you're working 12 hour days and you're like, I need to go down to an eight hour day. Yes. Start small, maybe test the waters and see how you feel. Like no one has any idea how like hard our industry is. Many industries are on the body. Exactly. And uh, it's so important. So important to, to feel really good at the end of the day. And trust me, I still have days I come home that I have to elevate my feet to try to sleep. It, 100%. You're like, I'm falling actually apart right now. Totally. But I just want to help as much as possible understand that, like, I, as funny as these memes are, like, oh, hairstyles, lunches, four Tic Tacs, and a coffee, I want to help as much as possible realize, like, that really shouldn't be the way. No. And why are we normalizing and, and humorizing something that's actually hurting us and our right. industry? So I agree with that. So just one more side note that I think is so cool. So, you know, you're behind the chair, you're working on an amazing team there in Chicago, you're working, doing ambassadorships, like you're doing all the things. And now you've launched another education series. So let's talk about that because there's gonna be a lot of people listening that are here. So that would love, love, love to get a little bit more of you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I, I can't even, you can just can hear the smile because I'm so excited about this. I, first of all, I'm so grateful for Sambia Ambassadorship and Brighton Ambassadorship because they have literally changed my life. And this workshop that we have launched is basically like combining all the things I think a stylist needs in one. So you get a day of learning techniques on mannequins with me, and then you get to put it in practice on live models the next day. So which the, the point of this workshop is one to build your confidence on anything, whatever the workshop will be, because it will change by principle, like it'll be weddings, curly hair, you know, styling. So it's going to change by principle. But like the coolest thing is, is it helps you one, do something outside the salon, but help the salon. And this is like the, the biggest thing. I just want them to be excited staying in the salon, but you do have to sometimes leave the building do. and do something different, but like, let's have it work together. So yeah. it's going to help you be excited to be a hairstylist by creating something. And like, let's say we all know that the struggle to get your social media is there, like the perfect picture or whatever, um, or the opportunity, the perfect hair. So like we give you the opportunity to not only like learn new techniques, put them into practice on a life model, then you get professional images that you then get to promote yourself on social media. So like, maybe you don't have a lot of styling pictures or just not the type of hair that you want. This is like giving you that instantly that you can then promote yourself. I feel like we need to host you down in our salon and just invite people because we're right here in Atlanta. Oh, I would love that. That would be a lot of fun. Like we're we even like, this one is styling and it's just like styling focus. And then because I do so much textured hair education and I know like if there like so many stylists don't have, if they're not there yet, they don't have this, the textured hair guests and they're nervous for it. So they'll have one day of working with mannequins with me, learning how to work on textured hair. And then we provide textured hair models. So then 
I know no one's going to come to you unless you actually have it on your Instagram, your Facebook, that you do that kind of hair, no matter what it is. So it gives you the content to help promote yourself and change up your feed to help invite those guests into the salon. It's, it's, well, this is one thing that I'm obsessed with our industry right now. It's becoming more inclusive now than I've ever seen it. And this is what it should have yes. been all along. I know. Liz, you're like, you're, you make my heart so happy. <laughs> you really do. Thank you. I know as we've talked about, you do so many things and you wear so many hats. So thank you for taking time out of your day today to share with all of these amazing listeners. And I'm oh. sure so many people are going to be uh, inspired by your journey. Do you know how you guys have no idea how excited I was? Like I like couldn't sleep last night. I was so excited. I look up to you. I admire what you're doing for the industry and the industry needs you. So keep doing what you're doing because we all need it. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to share a little bit. And I can't wait to see everybody somewhere along the world, hear from them uh, and share. Exactly. So I'll be putting your information uh, in the bio. Would you like to tell everyone where to go to find you on Instagram? Yes. So you can go to, and it's a little long because there's, my name's not that original. So it's lindsay.marie.olson. And um, all the information for our workshop is in my Instagram as well. And just like Daniel, I always want to hear from you. So please DM questions, comments. I'm happy to share whatever it might be that helps, whether it's a booking, a smoothie, the editorial workshop, whatever it might be. Routine. Yeah, that might help you. I, you know, and like I said, by all means, I don't think I'm perfect. I just want to share whatever might help somebody else. Well, I think you are. And thank you so much again for your time. I'm going to link all of Lindsay's information uh, down below on the, the show notes and on my website. So Lindsay, thank you again. Everyone have a beautiful week. And uh, thank you all for listening to another episode of More Than Beauty. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to tag it, share it with your friends and leave a rating. Let people know that you enjoyed what we're putting out. Thank you so much. 